to another uh, Sunday Live here. Hope you're having a great day, great weekend. Um, make sure this is a silenced position. Uh, I was trying to uh, also stream on Facebook, but ran into issues. For whatever reason, the page would not load. So... Uh, I am um, streaming, of course, on YouTube and uh, also podcast. Thank you. 
So uh, this past week, um, I haven't put um, any new videos out on the on the channel, but I am working on some things, of course. Um, let me check the stream, and I welcome your questions and comments and all that. Um, so, but um, working on this Baden Powell tune, I want to do a couple. Um, shorts hopefully this week. Um, but a few things I have been um, looking at, I'm really enjoying this uh, series of books by um, um, Jerry Berganzi. And um, so if you get a chance to um, check him out a bit, um, he's. Um, Really an amazing musician, and um, um, he's got and uh, you know excellent educator, jazz educator as well. Um, he's got a whole series of books on improvisation, and so um, so we're check, uh, checking out some things. And I've been um, I'm just kind of going over some of his um, concepts and things too. kind of a cool chord um this is c sharp uh minor major nine kind of a cool tune oh welcome um carrie thanks for uh thanks for your uh chat your message i'm glad you like the um lesson on spain um I'd like to do more on that um tune that's a really great one i'm so glad you enjoyed that mm -hmm. 
chord um so we've got a um b flat minor six nine it's kind of cool about that is um um think of this like a you know like a g minor seven flat five so we say let's say take uh, G minor seven flat five. What if we lower this note two octaves down? Get this uh, B flat minor six. So it's kind of an inversion of of that you might think. Let me put a nine on it. So uh, Kari asks, um, um, do I think in scales, modes when improvising, you're mainly looking at chord shapes? Um, yeah, um, I think if, if like you're saying, um, you know, the issue of, of coming up with um, some musical ideas and improvising, I think the you know the first thing to think about maybe in that respect um, 
might be to um, monitor sound versus silence, you know, so um, if you're playing, um, playing something, let's say, and then give yourself a little silence. another maybe statement or or something and just just have deliberate spaces where you're not improvising or you you are improvising because you're um sort of resting but um um that can that can kind of help so i think one of the challenges uh that we face as guitarists is uh active fingers um you know the fingers like to do things that's just i think that's a human nature kind of thing um and so we kind of tend to just kind of go on and on and on and um and that's a, just kind of part of our maybe our experience as guitarists um so um you know if you're playing trumpet or um or a, more of a wind instrument or um singing lines um you, we kind of have this you know need to take an in-breath um to to just breathe so um so you kind of have to unless you're doing circular breathing or something with a wind instrument um then you really kind of have to make those spaces so so on guitar you know if you do take an in-breath you might just kind of stop playing um and so you might think about about breathing as well so Another thing is you could do shape your lines in a dynamic way. One typical kind of scheme is to start um, a series of notes really soft and then um, louder and then soft again. So then silence and then kind of shape shape a line dynamic. Uh, dynamically in that way so um you know deliberately not playing and um and then using some dynamics to to shape shape a phrase um i think those are some things that that may really help you um in that respect um so when um for me me personally when i'm improvising um some things that that are going on you might say internally um for me i i'm 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 trying to uh maybe not really trying but um you know i'm envisioning a sound maybe of like sort of a rhythm section and so not anything super elaborate but just like a basic kind of like um um feel or subdivision um so that's something um for sure thing but you kind of think about sort of like a feel like a like a little bit of a groove or something and then also try to imagine um some some chord changes just just real basic you know try to imagine sort of the sound of um of a certain progression um and then 
you know, really, I think in a, um, you know, if you're doing single line melody, you know, um, thinking, thinking about line and, um, um, uh, just kind of following your sort of intuition on, um, on, um, on the direction of lines. And I, I, I think mainly when, um, improvising, um, or sort of in a playing sort of role, um, we don't want to be doing a lot of, uh, thinking. So, um, um, so, you know, really, I, I would say when I, when I'm like improvising, I'm, I'm really, sorry, I guess it's hard to say, but, um, um, if I catch myself really trying to think about something, then it's, I just think it sort of breaks up the, um, the continuity of, of things, but I'm guessing, you know, there must be, must have to be some sort of thinking going on at some level. But I think, um, I think, you know, what one thing to go for there is to um, try to collect in your, in your pra practice experience, um, uh, a, a kind of a maybe like a library of of sounds in in a sense. So you could um, try playing lines that other guitarists or musicians have played, and try to kind of internalize the sound of them and work them out on the instrument. Play them in different positions. Um, work out, you know, just just kind of technical musical things or issues. You know, like. Um, um you know maybe arpeggios or like you said scales um so those various um kind of things the, those are when it when it, when you think about you know scales or, or modes and things those are those are more like i would say for the um for the practice session you know not too much for the actual improv improvisation unless you're deliberately practicing and uh, improvisation sort of topic. Um, so, um, but, I'll, but a lot of, you know, as far as maybe thinking about things, it kind of want to have maybe more awareness. Uh, so maybe not too much of thinking, but more like awareness of how a certain note relates to, to a chord. So like if we're playing uh, autumn leaves, okay, this chord, um, you know, there are certain sounds that are very inside that, you know, like an arpeggio. Um, so those are going to be very inside sort of sounds. And then, you know, when you play, uh, um, um, maybe a, a scale or something like that, be a pentatonic scale or or another type of scale like a seven note kind of scale then um then those are some other kind of uh dissonances 
but not not so not so far out. So uh, one thing in in uh, my teaching that I try to communicate is the idea of um, if you if you are thinking like you know a mode or a scale or something, try to think about okay maybe the arpeggio of A minor, and let's say we're thinking of the key of one sharp. Then you think about um, those three notes that are kind of not not in the chord sound, but they're still in the key. You know, so it's a B minor triad. So you can think about it in that way. You know, B minor triad. But um, um, being aware of how everything relates to to a chord uh, in a given moment, and then also think about how everything relates to um, to the key area as well, you know, or a mode if you're playing more like a modal passage or um, modal kind of tune. You know, how does it ultimately relate to to that bigger picture part of it? So, um, kind of a segment of time in time, and then um, and then something um, broader broader than that, having to do with you know what key is the tune in, or or is it a modal tune or something like that. Another um, maybe kind of scale thing um, that that you can uh, try out to help outline uh, changes is to um, is to maybe try out some of the bebop type scales. Uh, what happens there is let, let's say we're um, let's say we're on a D seven here or something. Going to G, so I'm thinking about autumn leaves here in E minor. So what happens if you if you play that type of scale? Um, and you start with a chord tone then you end up um, playing chord tones on on the beats so that that can that can kind of help maybe outline changes if that's what something you're looking to do so right so that sort of thing uh, might help out too Um, 
Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks so much for, for writing in. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what happened with the, the Facebook page here. If they're having technical issue or they just happened with my individual page here what happened but um, anyway I would have liked to have done a live stream on there but it doesn't look like it's happening but um, but I've been doing um, a um, podcast as well so if you get a chance to check that out um, hoping to do more I've, I've, I've um, haven't entirely decided what I'm doing in that but I'm, I'm definitely um, uh, putting in the Sunday live on there so if you want to re-listen to it you're in your car or something like that have a listener uh, on the podcast here during the live studio so that's podbean and i've got i've got links to the podbean podcast on my uh my website i'm going to do some more uh restructuring of that my website hopefully soon here here but So uh, got a listener here uh, on the podcast. Has a great tone. I really appreciate that. It's actually just playing around with tone um, in the pre-show. I've been doing a member pre-show about an hour before um, for the uh, Sunday live. So um, mess around with some pedals, talking about some pedals that I'm using and stuff like that. Um, that's open to all members. Um, so, um, that's kind of fun. I just warm up basically and I do a little playing, um, which I'm feeling somewhat warmed up, somewhat okay. I spent a lot of time practicing this morning, um, on the, um, on the nylon string, um, up above here cause I'm working on, the, um, 
on this, uh, I have it here, uh, this Baden-Powell piece. Um, it's a waltz, got the name of it, but um, um, I'm planning to do a video for the channel on that. Uh, so. so I've been kind of warming it up. I'm gonna see if maybe I can put some, put some time into just uh, refining my playing on it and uh, doing some listening to the original recording and I'm not sure exactly when I'll, I'll record that but hopefully soon I would say is just get you know just try to work on um, um, maybe certain progressions that that might be um, challenging um, um, or or progressions that maybe just come up a lot you know um, definitely two five one type progressions and things um, check those check those out. You know, just you know, too, is thinking about um, and um, thinking more about this question earlier. Um, just trying to, you know, kind of come up with with melodies. It's just it's just fun, you know. Um, and so I think coming up with um, uh, certain just little statements, you know, little phrases. Um, let's see where. kind of putting those those elements together of, of harmony and um, rhythm and um, you know melody and and all that oh hi John welcome so glad you made it
try to give um the ear something to to grab onto you know something to um uh to hear and then maybe kind of hear it again so you get more a, a little bit of kind of a thematic thing uh which is kind of fun to do uh, so you can um um kind of give give the listener a little something um, and then maybe um, play it back in a similar rhythm or similar um, shape to the melody or um, maybe a similar kind of thing. Um, and then you also can uh, land on, um, you know, again, like kind of awareness of, of what tone we're landing on um, to end a phrase, let's say. Um, is it a chord tone or not non chord tone? Um, how dissonant is it? How consonant is it? Um, so, you know, we're thinking. So let's say we think about autumn leaves here. Um, so let's say we create a phrase at the beginning. if you go to the C chord, but anyway, kind of a dissonance there. And then, you know, when it, maybe you stop, stop your line at that moment and then, and then maybe play. Uh, more of a consonance or more of like a chord tone. Thank you. 
there you get get sort of a statement that that feels unresolved. That's usually that's talked about as question and answer uh, or call and response. Um, but I guess maybe call and response is more maybe between two different instruments. But you can kind of create that effect um, of maybe two voices. Anyhow, so you create something that feels a little unresolved or lands on a maybe a dissonance. So that's the technique. You know, you maybe land on a dissonance, and then um, and then maybe on the next phrase you land on a consonance, or you continue to land on on dissonances, and then maybe on the fourth phrase you might land on a on a consonance. Are some uh, some ways, and so the thing about you know um, playing, not playing, note choices, how things relate to to a chord, um, having having the awareness of um, what what is what what notes um, relate to a certain chord. So I, I think that that's something to really um, to to strive for on probably I would say every note that you play, um, how does it sound on a particular chord in that change? You know, um, how does it uh, um, how does it relate? You know, is it dissonant or what? And then there's all these different kinds of um, uh, sounds at different you know, deg degrees. You might say of the scale. I have on things. Um, and then, you know, if you find yourself playing, you know, maybe the same line again and again, you know, um, I think it happens to, to everybody. There's just certain lines that we gravitate towards or that we kind of make up or, or, um, or just are very effective. And um, so, we can use those and especially uh in uh performance um and playing playing what you what you know and playing from your sort of intuition um is gonna help kind of the the flow with whatever rhythm section you might be playing with um and um it's gonna help how it comes across of course you might you know try to stretch yourself and um take some risks for sure, but if you're um, kind of doing maybe too much, too much processing, uh, or too much thinking, um, the feel of it is probably going to suffer suffer a bit. Um, so another thing, you know, too, just before I go, um, uh, 
so I'll probably hang out for another five minutes, but thanks so much for watching. I have quite a few viewers, really appreciate it. Um, so um, one thing uh, let's see, I'll say is say too, is that, you know, with, um, with a lot of, you say jazz tunes, um, playing, playing scales, um, how how to how to put how to put it but um you know if things are changing key pretty frequently um um you know when when you do let's say think about a certain uh scale practicing that you know um maybe pick four notes or um six notes or you know maybe eight notes or something or you know maybe a, a segment of of that you know don't necessarily want to i mean i wouldn't think um have to play you know like every note of a certain scale um just because just because you know it or just because we know where they are under the fingers you know, I think it's, that's a, that's a tempting thing for sure. Um, but you know, when, when it comes to playing changes, um, you know, the agility and the ability to may move from one, one scale to a different scale, um, that, that skill is going to be, you know, really helpful. So you might, um, like I said, pick three notes, four notes, five notes, or, you know, um, certain segment. You know, um, done a, you know, quite a few transcriptions. I've read transcriptions as well, and um, it's fairly rare to see someone just kind of rip through a one octave scale. Although I have seen it, um, but um, you know, so that's something you know to kind of consider too. Is it's maybe you know taking a a transcription that you might be working on. Um, and then thinking about, um, you know, what, what could, what could the scale be? You know, if you ever analyze you know, a, a solo, um, you know, sometimes it, you could name maybe a couple scales that, that, that might fit into, you know, so it's, it's kind of, um, sometimes hard to say if you play like, um, so it's like D7, right. And they play like. Is that whole tone scale, or is that just a part of the um, altered scale? You don't really know until they play, unless they've played the nines in there. So, anyway, something for thought there. John says um, philosophy he likes is uh, less is more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like that too. So. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for checking this live stream out. Um, appreciate your comments and uh, your questions um, and uh, thanks for for participating just 
in any way uh, that you can. It's really help. It really helps out the channel. If you like the video and uh, subscribe and all those good things. Um, it's really uh, well. It's also encouraging for me to keep going on on these projects for for YouTube and everything. Oh, thanks, thanks, Kari. Glad to hear it. All right, everybody. Well, I'll be back next uh, Sunday. Uh, two o'clock Eastern time. And um, I hope to have some videos, hopefully at least one video this week or maybe more um, during the week at some point. So uh, uh, thanks again, and I'll see you all in the next one.